Good News Comes in Threes by Puka. Narrated by Mage Maddie. Rated T for teen audiences. No advisories. Harry whipped the door open, almost crushing a creeping tendril of a rose bush that needed to be cut back. His hand shook a bit as he caught it before it mangled the delicate buds. Anyone home? He yelled into the house as he hung his coat and put away his rainbow brawly and boots. I'm upstairs, Joe's voice came from deeper in the house. Harry slid on his slippers that had been waiting for him by the door and bounded down the hallway and then up the stairs. Joe must have heard Harry clomping up the steps by twos and met him in the upstairs hall. Harry grabbed Joe by the waist and swung him in the air, causing Joe's long black hair to swing behind him. Joe laughed as Harry planted a passionate kiss on his lips. As Harry put Joe down, Joe melted into Harry's arms and returned the kiss enthusiastically. Harry pulled back first. I've got great news, he said, holding each of Joe's hands in his. Is Ginny home yet? Joe shook his head. They got delayed. They say they'll be home in time for supper and that they have news that we need to hear. What's up? Joe led Harry by the hand to the bedroom, where he watched as Harry started to strip off his aura robes. Joe could see how excited Harry was to share his news. He'd been the same at Hogwarts when he was training the DA, quivering with excitement, especially when he thought Joe wasn't looking. Joe thought back to those days when he'd been known as Cho. He'd gone on a disastrous date with Harry then, after Cedric had been killed, but neither of them were ready for a relationship then. Harry had said something, but Joe had been lost in his memory. Sorry, Joe said. Harry stood there with his robes in his hand. He tossed them on the floor and sat next to Joe on the bed. I said, Hermione pushed it through the Wizengamoth. I'm going to be the next head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement when Ritter retires at the end of May. He put his arm around Joe and kissed it again. That's great, Joe said, when he'd come up for air. That's what you've always wanted, isn't it? Harry nodded, stood, shipped off his pants, and headed for the shower. Joe admired his butt, thought for a moment, then stripped off his clothes and joined Harry. Later, they were both in the kitchen, Joe chopping vegetables for his salad as Harry struggled with the bolognese recipe. You need to make sure the pasta is not too done before you put it in the sauce or it'll overcook, Joe said, watching from the side of the kitchen. Thank you for mansplaining it to me, Harry said sarcastically, earning a tinkling laugh from Joe. Harry loved that laugh. Joe had hardly ever laughed when he was Cho. Do you think it'll be done by the time Ginny gets home? Joe asked. Harry looked at his watch and then read through the recipe again. Yeah, just. Harry finished cooking the food as Joe set the table and uncorked a bottle of wine. Smoke started pouring from the oven where Harry had forgotten the garlic bread. He cursed and opened it. Pungent smoke filled the kitchen. Harry dissipated it with his wand. He looked over the garlic bread, decided it was a lost cause, and quickly made more to put in the oven. He heard the door open and Joe talking with Jenny, but he couldn't hear their words over the cooking noise. Ginny came into the kitchen. Their hair was piled in a messy bun and they were pale, which caused their freckles to shine stellarly. Smells good in here, they said, kissing Harry on the cheek. Dinner in about three minutes, Harry said, checking on the garlic bread. Would you mind putting the bolognese in a bowl and taking it in? Ginny poured the pasta into a bowl and took it into the living room where it was already set. They hardly ever all ate together, but each of them had said they had news for the others. Ginny put their hand on their belly as they put the bowl down. Joe noticed and smiled. He whispered something to Ginny as Harry came in, balancing a platter of garlic bread in a grater with Parmesan cheese in it. Ginny nodded and Joe smiled. Harry sat down and both he and Ginny bowed their heads as Joe said grace. They piled their plates with food and ate in silence for a moment. Harry spoke first. I'm going to be the head of the DMLE at the end of May. Hermione pushed it through. That's great, Ginny exclaimed. Hopefully it comes with a raise. Harry blinked. Money had never been particularly tight. His job paid well, Ginny made good money with the Harpies, and Joe had saved money from when he played on the Harpies as Cho, and now he made a living researching and selling potions. 
I'm not going back to playing, Danny said around a mouthful of bread. I've already made a deal with the Prophet to be their new junior quiz reporter since I'll be able to work part-time and from home. Harry blinked again and Jill laughed. Ginny had said they'd retire only if they couldn't play anymore due to injury or... You're pregnant? Harry asked, figuring it out. Ginny smiled and nodded. Harry and Joe both rose and hugged Ginny where they sat in their chair. When are we due? Joe asked. Late September or early October. They pushed Harry and Joe both back and they both sat down. The team trainer found out during my physical and the healer he referred me to said he needs to check a few things first, but that's what it looks like. They smiled broadly and slurped up a noodle. What's your news? Ginny asked Joe. Joe stood, exited without a word, and left Harry and Ginny staring at each other. When Joe returned a couple of minutes later, he dropped a large envelope on the table. It had all the correspondence with the ministry about his transition in it. A new letter sat on the top and Joe pulled it out. He handed it to Harry first, who read it slowly, while Ginny made questioning eyes at Joe. Harry smiled, rose, and kissed Joe as he handed the letter to Ginny. As they read, their smile got bigger and bigger. They joined Harry and Joe in their hug and kissed them both. Congratulations, Ginny said, and Harry repeated it. I'll finally be wholly a man, Joe said. He'd waited a long time for the approval and it had finally happened. There had been a lot of pushback from ministry officials about Joe wanting to transition permanently and the research into permanent gender swapping transfiguration had been incomplete. They said that they finally got the transfigurations and charms completely safe and it will be permanent. Pandora Lovegood's research will finally be used. Did you already tell Luna? Harry asked Joe. Joe shook his head. No, I wanted to tell both of you first. He smiled again, as if the smile would never leave his face again. I thought we'd all tell her together as a family.